<clears throat> and a very good evening, everybody, and welcome to Lyceum Night coming to you from the Paul Spiritualist Church on the south coast of the UK. Um, I know I say this every week. Every guest that we have on our Lyceum Nights all bring their own brand of individuality, their own enthusiasm, their own glow. And this lovely lady certainly has all of that and more by the bucket load. She is just, we met because uh, I was very kindly invited to take a service for her organization. And obviously I must have said the right thing because we really hit it off. And I really love the honesty, the frankness and the knowledge and the understanding. So Daniela Nyhaus. We'll get this right. <laughs> a very good evening to you, my darling. Good evening, Lawrence. And it is really a pleasure to be a part of your community uh, tonight. And thank you for inviting me. Oh, absolute pleasure. <coughs> I have to excuse everybody in the world is coughing at the moment. Thankfully, I'm on the other side of the cough now. I'm just on the tail end of it. Hurrah. Um, absolute pleasure to be talking with you tonight. Uh, this is our first Lyceum night of the new year. And I always think, you know, when we've got this new energy about us, the new year is always a good time to start really sort of, let's get back down to basics a bit. Let's get talking about our foundation, because that's what everything that's going to happen this year is built on us at this time, where we are. Always very popular with people to uh, tune in and watch these or listen later on on a podcast, is where did your journey into spiritualism begin? Oh, that's a, that's a long story. Um, but I'm going to know it. To be honest, I was sensitive all my life. I was born like this. Everybody who knew me as a child, as a young girl, knew that I was the sensitive one and not always on the good side of it. Um, and back in that time when I was younger, I wanted to be normal. I saw colors of the auric field around people. I have my own imaginary friends um, mm -hmm. uh, that sitting on my bed and talk to me. I saw pictures around me in my mind and with, uh, with my eyes open and I couldn't understand anything about it. Um, and luckily for me, I had a grandmother who was very much into God. And uh, at that period, she always told me, you have a very special gift. You are a child of God. And I, I didn't understand anything about that in that time, what she told me. And then I had some visions about things. Um, it, I don't call them predictions, but I had visions about things I knew before what would happen. And my parents told me I was a little bit cuckoo, as you understand, um, how parents will look at children if they are telling things. But it really started around the age of 24 that a very personal um, person in my life passed to the spirit world suddenly and left me behind with a child. And that was the turning around of where are you going when you are dying? So with the grief and 
with the past of having seen things, knowing things, I had that deep question of understanding where are you going when uh, when you are dying? Because is it really the truth that you are death and that's finished? I couldn't believe that. And then uh, I, I went to a workshop uh, in my area for 10 weeks, just like to explain uh, and experiment a little bit with the intuitive and the auric field. And I really felt, oh, this is it. And I, I need to say, if I'm looking back now, because that's 21 years ago when I started in that workshop, um, I really didn't know what she had told me 10 weeks long because the only thing I saw was a bright blue color around her throat area. And it was like, a, I was like completely in that color. And I thought, what is it? What is it? What is it? And after 10 weeks, I said to her, and now what? What do I need to do now? And then she advised me to go to uh, Jose Horschalk in the Netherlands. And she's also a, a tutor on the Art of Findlay College. I did a workshop weekend with her. And I started to Google. Because there are many things you can do in the Netherlands about investing intuitive things, working with cards, colors and numbers. But I felt within myself, I need to go outside the Netherlands and I found the Art of Findlay College. And that's where it started in 2012 with Glyn Edwards and that's changed everything. Yeah, yeah. So that's a short story. <laughs> no, that's good. Do you know what? It is so fascinating. Uh, time and time and time again, we hear a similar story from our guests that it, it takes, you know, what is that worst part of our life at the time, you know, <laughs> lose your partner and be left with a child. Oh my God, you, know, you, you can't imagine unless you've been through that. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it, time and time again, we hear from uh, our guests saying, you know, they go through that sort of like dark night of the soul, that really testing time. And I, I do wonder that in our destiny, whatever, mm -hmm. uh, when we talk about our evidential mediums or our philosophical mediums, however they work, um, that it's not a gift. I don't like, oh, you've got this gift. I haven't got a gift. I'm pretty sure before I came here, I elected to go, you know what, I would like to express this side of myself. Mm -hmm. But again, when we go along the free will path, mm -hmm. going through a time like that can either make you open up or actually can conversely, it can make you go, well, that's it. You know, that's it. Uh, well, I don't believe in God or anything <laughs> like this because to do this to me is so wrong and I don't want to know anything about it. Yeah, but I think... If I'm looking back at that very, very bad uh, period in my life, I really struggled with the question, mm. why? Why is there a God? If there is a God, why is this happening to me? And um, I'm, I'm really happy that I found spiritualism and that I followed, I tried to follow what I felt. 
I believe that the situation opened it up for me um, and that it was already the plan to find this as a destination. Um, I don't see myself as gifted because I believe now, knowing so much about how the spirit world communicates, that we are all gifted, so to say, because we are all spirit here and now. And we're all able to communicate in a certain level uh, with the spirit world. It doesn't mean that you need to become a medium, but, you know, we are living this life full of opportunities um, with the spirit world that walks beside us. So I don't believe I'm gifted, um, but it could also have been if I didn't follow my soul and I didn't listen to that voice within, it could be that I said, okay, bye-bye, I'm going to stop this life. Mm. Yeah, understandable, understandable that. And interesting too, you touch on a, a point there, which is very much in my energy, where I'm, I'm saying to people, you know, we have all got mediumistic abilities. The thing is, in, in the UK, the term medium is somebody who's going to be up on the platform saying, I've got your mother here. That's it. There's, uh -huh. there's no other outward thinking about that. <clears throat> but when I say to people, you know, you can heighten your awareness to the point of maybe not sitting there having messages flowing, but just to know that that person is there. Uh, how much difference can that make in your life? It's See, a long process. We've got to undo years and years and years of incorrect language being used and just look at these things differently. I don't think it's quite different here in the Netherlands. Um, I think we need to explain very uh, good in all countries what the difference is between a psychic and an active evidential mental medium. Mm. Um, but for the majority of people in the Netherlands, a medium is a medium and knows everything, everything about your life, everything you do. Or uh, you're talking to dead people to, to say it, it's, it's very hard to say it like that. But this is how it is in the Netherlands. But it's so much more. And why should we think? It's just something that comes into my mind. Why should we think that the spirit world is only there for mediums on a platform? Uh, what do you yeah. think about all those doctors in hospitals that as are inspired by a source they don't know but the intelligence of the spirit world tries to inspire and touch the souls of everyone in the world yeah in every way exactly and why do we have this 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 is starting to be my address because i'm taking the service tomorrow so oh, good. <laughs> good why do we always go to the spirit world with the want and not the needs just yeah, allowing the needs to be there. Yeah, I want Spirit this. I need back. this. I want this now. Why do we, yeah. you know, I, I sit with my team and go, hello, how are you? What do you want to talk about, if anything? And just, you know, just, if we had friends, this is, this is my address tomorrow, so I'm going to have to come up with a new address now. Can I, can I, can I see it? Is it live <laughs> or is it in church? Yeah, it'll be shown live. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> 
you know, if we had friends that only came to see us when they wanted something, sooner or later, you know, you're going to go. Friendship oh, will stop. What do you want now? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a two-way. It's it's a two-way right. We can't, yeah. as mediums, as human. We need to build a relationship between the two worlds. And if there is a demanding, the spirit world will not work as hard as they they want you to work with them. So it's they work with you, but you need to work with them two ways. Oh, very much. Very much. Uh, and sometimes I've had a couple of instances where... I've just been in a place and just thought, do you know what? I am really stuck here. I, I need something to get me out of this. And I was really perturbed that I got nothing back. Mm. And after a while, when that situation had naturally dissipated, I went, where were you when I really needed you? And mm. I said, this was something you had to yeah. work through. And I went, yeah, okay, yeah, I get that, because we're on this journey. You know, and we can't expect the spirit world do not live our life for us. Um, no, they won't. And uh, I, I, I still think a lot of people think uh, that the spirit world is do that. Mm. But I think the most important thing is that we take our personal responsibility and allowing the free will to just give us the opportunities of life and learn okay this is not for me and of course we would say where are you why you didn't tell me that yeah. and that's that's exactly what i have said to the spirit world the first years within my involvement why didn't you tell me and and now they will keep repeating and saying but we did and that's correct because i left my partner just three months before his passing i did not know why but i left him mm. so the spirit world told me we told you oh but we need to find in 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 the most important thing within involvement and understanding to communicate with the spirit world is who we are exactly yeah. And if we do that, we can be the best server in our own way, even if you are a policeman or work in a hospital or uh, working on a call centre or whatever. Yeah. But know yourself, know that you are light, know that you are spirit, and then you can enjoy and maybe also be a little bit happy. It's a phrase I coined late last year about the 90-minute spiritualists. And this touches on our conversation before we went live as well. Um, that spiritualism is, it is a way of life. It yes. should alter your thinking yeah. about everything. About yeah. absolutely everything. Not just coming in the church doors going, oh, hello, love and light, la, 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 la. And walking out and just totally disregarding it and go back again to your old life exactly yeah what, what has that to do then with spiritualism <laughs> all back out and sorry just a very quick hello to the pirate otherwise known as jack eckhart <laughs> hello jack i hope you're well 
thinking of you. Um, but yeah, and this is part of the the drive and the energy that I try to foster and encompass coming out of Paul Church is to mm -hmm. get that message over. It's the message of the message. Yeah. You know, it is our evidential mediumship is a crucial part of our religion. We are what we are probably the only religion that can actually supply supportive evidence of what we talk about. Yes, it, it does, because I investigated that fact um, yeah, within other religions, as I told you uh, before, I had the. I was very lucky. I have been in a class with uh, with Glenn Edwards, and um, he opened many many doors for me um, to look in every religion to find the truth oh. about spiritualism, and I did, and it's. It's a truth and a fact that spiritualism is the only religion in the world where communication and communion with the spirits is is a reality. Yeah. So that means that all those people who are looking just like I did, where are you when you are death or you have that transition to the spirit world, where are you? It means that every church needs to be full because within that simple thought, when you're grieving, there is so much more behind it. So the demonstration of mediumship, the divine service, I, I see it like the window shopper of what spiritualism has to bring to you. Very, very true. Uh, this is this is why we resonate so well. Lovely, thank you. <laughs> it is, it is. So true. I, I always try to bring in this part of the service. You know, this is that time when you can talk with those that you would give your eye teeth to talk to, but afterwards also saying, you know, if the medium has done their job today and given you sufficient evidence, the job is now passed to you. Yeah. Continue that investigation, not to keep lining up week after week after week to have the same or similar message yes, from the same or similar people. Yeah. Um, I always say the spirit world will use a rusty nail to get their message over. So this, it's, you've got the message and the recipient, and you've got this two-handed energy. Spirit world give. Mm -hmm. They will give the evidence. They will keep giving the evidence. They will keep giving continual evidence. The sitter has a part in this of saying okay i've had that evidence how does this work and what does it mean to me mm -hmm. what does it mean to me i've said to people i'm, I'm really cheerful here in church you know, so <laughs> in a hundred years time we're all going to be the message and we want to be talking to people to say come on find out more follow your path find your uniqueness find your individuality but encompassed by the understanding of the spirit world and the natural laws. That would be in the perfect world then, that if you're grieving and you're going into church and you have that wonderful evidence with that lovely message, knowing for sure that they are still watching over your shoulder, that they, that, that they see what you're struggling with on the moment, um, that, is, that it is enough to swallow it and take it on your journey but 
um, sometimes we need a little bit more because if when I look back the first time I was at a demonstration, I was completely shocked. Yeah. I was really completely shocked and I thought, oh, is this possible? So it will take some time <laughs> to swallow it and understand it. It took me 20 years, Lawrence. Yeah. No, it, it uh, we, you know, and I'm not setting ourselves above people here because I'm looking at the list of names here and I know we've got a number of working mediums uh, watching here tonight or maybe later in the future or listening in. Uh, so I'm not setting ourselves apart, but where we touch hmm. that world and the profound implications that the phenomena of mediumship give to us we want to share that don't we yes and we really and, want people to go you know literally hallelujah yeah <laughs> oh if, God, I i'm sometimes a little bit um in, in in those last years i have been to a lot of services online and um working online is slightly different than in the physical world um because if you are in the physical church you can even as a working medium feel that power and that love and the healing vibration behind it um but you can also create that and feel that online yeah if the recipients who are there are open to feel it but sometimes I see people eating, mm -hmm. sleeping, sitting in the kitchen, making uh, their own dinner. And I really don't understand that because it's a holy space at that moment where we are in. Yeah. So and that's just another thought that comes in my mind. But it's a really hallelujah thing because isn't it magical that the possibility that someone you loved is able to use a medium as a vessel to say hello i miss you and i'm well yep. i see you i dry up your tears mm -hmm. isn't that wonderful it, it, it is and it's profound uh, sadly it has been become to be regarded a bit as an entertainment or just mm -hmm. something to go in i often say at the beginning of the service remember this isn't netflix this isn't disney plus <laughs> you know this is a holy communion and you've got to be part of that i'm a yeah. great one for encouraging you know the congregation is what the service is about yeah. without the congregation there would be no service oh uh, yeah and I always say to the congregation, even if one of you weren't missing, this this service today would be different. But when we are communing, when we are working on our evidential mediumship, I always try and impart this thing. You know, we've got to have this three-way cycle of energy flowing. So you've got the communicator through the medium to the sitter, and then the sitter needs to link back to the yeah. communicator. Yeah. You know, and just bring that in. And the times when it does happen... We had a, a beautiful, beautiful example uh, very recently here in Paul where the message was very emotive, very emotional. And hardly anything was said by the medium because mm -hmm. of the emotion that people in the church felt. They Elvis, came outward yeah. and went, oh, my God, he really felt that. I said, yes, that is the presence of spirit. Mm 
Yeah. This is what we're talking about. It should be like that. Um, back in my time, when I started to understand this, um, because I need to be honest, it took some time mm. to become a spiritualist. Uh, first of all, it was about mediumship and understanding it. Then it became into the healing uh, side of it, where I took my depth in because I truly believe that if we are serving the spirit world and we do it on the right way, it doesn't mean you need to be the best medium, but do it with the right intent and yeah. the right attunement to that vibration of the God force. We can create that God force power of healing also in our evidential mediumship. Mm. Um, but if we if we are able to create that touch that everybody who left the church even if it's virtual and you close your computer or you left the door and you think that's what healing is all about isn't it isn't that what the spirit world wants for all of us that we are feeling we're not alone and that is the basis of spiritualism, healing, yeah. whether healing for others, healing for self. Mm -hmm. but, um, this year already, the emphasis is coming away a little bit from the evidential mediumship, but more on to our workshops and seminars and uh, talks. Oh, really? More healing based. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Are you, are you sure? <laughs> Yeah, I've broken the mold. It, it, I had um, a wonderful guest, uh, Simon James, mm -hmm. on, uh, and this is a couple of years ago now, and we were talking about the conditions and the state of spiritualism at that time. And one of the things that came up, one of the topics that came up was the finances to support the churches, keep them open and everything. And quite a few people commented and just saying, well, you could put a demo mediumship on. And Simon really picked up on that. And he said, you know what? He said he runs the Open Door Sanctuary over in Canada with his uh, partner, Brian. Mm -hmm. He said it was 16 years ago that we last did a demo mediumship. And he said, and I've come back to the UK because he got stuck here in the COVID years. Mm -hmm. um, and he said, you know, I was going around the churches and working because... I've got the time. And he said, I left this party 30 years ago and I walked back in and it's a similar situation. And I thought, yeah, you you know, you're so right. We became so focused on them after them after them after them. And even in our divine services, we have still, um, oh, only 10 minutes of the philosophy because they, I love that saying, they, I, I always question, who are they? Who are they? <laughs> yeah, who are they? Have you ever spoken to they? <laughs> <laughs> they only want the mediumship. And I'm just like, you know what, it's so sad. But I am so pleased because of this time now with the virtual arena opening up. And I know I said this to you and the lovely Deanna, and uh, I meant it 100%. You know, I'm very envious in a way of uh, the people in Europe because you have on the threshold now of 
spiritualism really being come to the fore and you've got this very enviable position you can look to the uk at what we do well I'd, you know, i'm not being dismissive we do a lot of things well but also look at the areas where we could improve look at the, our presentation our language our terminology um there's so many things and you know spiritualism has got so much to offer and spiritualism through its history has always come to the fore at times when of national crises. And I mean, the world today, I've been watching with great interest the farmers in Holland and Germany as one very small segment. Sad to say, this is day 93 of what's going on in Gaza. Mm -hmm. And in the news now, all we're getting is this latest star walked off Love Island. Because, I'm just like, seriously, <laughs> I don't care about them. Why are we stopping there? But this is where spiritualism can really assist us in this world. Oh, you know, yesterday I had a talk with Diana, um, and, and obviously she's watching now. So if, you, if people don't know, um, uh, we have our own church in the Netherlands, and happily that Lawrence is helping us very much out. Um, I, I said to Diana, you know, you have that, I don't know exactly the English word of it, the fast hope, mm -hmm. and spiritualism can bring the long-term hope. Yeah. So I, I really feel within this moment i'm not going to say in this year but in this moment the spirit world is inspiring me to have some clarity about the possibility we can have not only in the netherlands but everywhere in the world that we can create by the help of the spirit world but what we do is a longer term of hope an understanding than that Netflix or Disney Plus happiness that is so fast because it's like going if you have a bad day you don't know you when you are a female you have a bad day you go shopping and you buy a new coat and you're happy and when you're home you think oh I pay 300 euros for what I'm still sad you know yep. that's the fast energy around it yep. but we are spiritualists with churches or centers and and with that the philosophy side uh, on it not only the demonstration yes it is important but we need to build on the collective energy and the collective responsibility we have all together as spiritualist people to combine ourselves not as a little land on land on land that we can create that longer term hope of love mm -hmm. from God. Yeah. So, so, yay. <laughs> Hallelujah. I didn't, I, I really feel very inspired. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, don't apologize. Part of these evenings is we, we tap into our demonstrated passions. Yeah. Because passions come across. And I agree with you wholeheartedly. You know, the philosophy of spiritualism, the demonstrators we have here at Paul, I always look to them, and I never put a time limit on, you know, if their philosophy takes 10 minutes, great. If it takes 50 minutes, great. It doesn't matter. What does matter 
that the people when they leave this church go out with hope yeah go out with upliftment not the quick fix not the plaster mm-hmm. you know we can do that can't we you can put a plaster over something but sooner or later that plaster will come off so giving people those tools those thoughts those ideas mm-hmm. and i mean within spiritualism we talk about uh, i think the greatest law of spiritualism is balance Mm-hmm. And so often you look at situations. I mean, in our world at the moment, we're seeing a lot of our old traditions being taken away. I understand we are constantly evolving. We have to move forward. If we do not move forward, we are moving backwards. Mm-hmm. The rest of the world moves forward around us. However, what I don't see happening is a lot of these traditions and not being replaced with something of equal or greater value. They're just being denied. And this is, you know, this is where you just try and spark people and just say, you know what, you are important. Don't ever think that you are not important. Because the world that you create, the world that you live in, will shine out and reflect on other people. And that's it. Mm. And if we do that... If we allow people to understand that, we can create more light on earth. Indeed. Because that will create a bubble and a bomb of healing around the world. And it will like uh, the the, the good ripple effect on that side. But what are you doing then? Um, Because you have your church, full Christian church, you have your religions and your rituals are you doing mm-hmm. things differently than to get it more modern in this way we i don't know <laughs> if i am allowed to ask you questions <laughs> no not read the script <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> we are a christian spiritualist church mm-hmm. we are not orthodox uh, and sadly, I've been to other spiritualist churches who may belong to different organizations or independents. And I've seen quite a few times a very heavy orthodox energy the minute you walk in. You know, it's all very formal. Hello, how are you? Please sit down. Don't say anything unless you're spoken to. And at the end, just get up and leave. And, you know, it's like, this is, to me... All right, some people will find that atmosphere and that environment comforting. Great, absolutely great. But we are a progressive, living, fundamental religion, philosophy, whatever. And we need to encompass that within our churches, our centres, our thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, as I was saying to you before uh, we came on live, and this is, again, this is not me showing off or, you know, being Billy Big Watsits or anything. We had the most amazing Christmas season ever here at Paul. It was outstanding, not only in the attendance. We don't play the numbers games. If we have one or a hundred, it doesn't matter. That's what we do. But the atmosphere, the energy, and the community that was brought in was absolutely awesome. It was brilliant. 
and I'm seeing a lot of churches, especially up north. I want to get up north because a lot of the churches up there really intrigue me. They do quite a lot of work, community stuff, tailored to their area, which is great, you know, because they face different challenges that we do down in the south. And some of them are doing amazing work. And I think that's brilliant because, you know, the spiritualist churches and centres, we should strive to be a recognised part of our local community. Mm-hmm. Not the weird church down the road. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that place, the funny place. <laughs> they call themselves a church, but they can't be. The funny church. Yeah, but, you know, I, I, what we see here in the Netherlands, um, because there are more younger people uh, mm-hmm. that are interested in spirituality not only spiritualism but spirituality and i also believe we need to open the doors for the younger people to get also the possibility because i was very young um because of my own experiences in life and i think i remember i did my um board in glasgow I don't know if I say it right, Glasgow. Yeah. <laughs> and I was shocked. I was really the youngest girl there. And I thought, wow, where am I? How's this possible? And and I really hope that being part of spiritualism, um, being helpful also to the younger generation. I'm a mother of a child of 23. Um, you don't so look old enough, darling. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, makeup does a lot. Um, but I, I really hope that the younger people who also faced uh, the, the corona period sticking mm. in their houses uh, can go out and felt alone now the world is opening up again that they have places like your place where there are can step in and make the start to find the truth of who they are yeah yeah and it, it, it's always been a battle cry in the uk we've got to get the youngsters in well i always tackle that on two levels number one uh i always think it's unconsciously conceited to say they've got to come into us now we need to go to them yeah exactly i I, I don't say we need to go at the doors and say (laughs) here is spiritualism but we need to talk to them on their level and how they understand life and how they see life and, and not in the weirdo way, oh, I see dead people and I talk to them. But, um, you know, there is there is so much more behind life. Yeah. So it's, and, and it's working here in the Netherlands. Brilliant. Brilliant to hear. And it is. It's about the language we use. And it's about the structures. It's about how we run our churches and centres. Um, I do think in today's world we need to maybe look at our governing structures for our churches and centres uh, and just go... Your, your what? The governing, the way it's run, so like committee levels, and I'm not oh. having a go at committees. 
<laughs> anybody that will give their time and voluntary absolutely well done to you but maybe just look at the roles that we always had for like 30 odd years and just go well actually what are we doing for today you know have we got anybody on our committee that's going to be in charge of social media mm -hmm. uh, our websites maybe our streaming uh, yeah. maybe our community involvement to find uh groups within our community that we are commensurate with you know that bring about relief of suffering so i.e healing uh be that through an outreach group that feeds the homeless at nights and things like that and how can we work together to support each other that's communion exactly exactly yeah we we we, we need to work harder on our communion uh, and not be little islands um yeah, but it, it probably is going to take a lot of time. Um, but just by repeating these thoughts and possibilities by time, mm. there is that great idea of mine that we are all, that's true, we are all the same, you know, we're all brothers and sisters. So yeah. there is no difference. Even I live in the Netherlands. You live in a wonderful place. <laughs> I saw it on television and I thought, wow, you are lucky. Um, and you know, there are so many beautiful places in the world. But <coughs> if we are able to combine just all our inspiration we get from the spirit world and no islands so or look at me, I'm better, blah, blah. We're all playing our part. We are all having our role to play in the bigger picture of life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if if what we're doing is enough, if what we're doing suits our community and everything's yeah. along lovely, absolutely great. Yeah. But when we start to get, you know, that urge to spread our wings a bit, you know, it's just looking around and going, you know, how can we build this community? How can we tighten the bonds between us? Mm -hmm. How can we work together to benefit all, uh, not just self? You know, look at me, aren't I good? I'm doing this. But actually get down there, get your sleeves rolled up and get stuck in and do things, do things for the positive. Yeah, I, I've been to the UK... I think it was a few months ago, and um, I was invited to a very beautiful, nice place. And the only thing I thought, it is amazing to work here and to help people, to help them attune better or more with the masters in the spirit world that works together with us for healing. Uh, mediumship but I thought that place could have had a little bit of help of the members to make it a little bit more nicer mm. and maybe it's the attitude we have in the Netherlands uh, as we're building a community come on let's work yeah. paint it and make it beautiful it's so easy it's yeah. so easy if we think in that way but you know maybe not everybody is ready for that because we don't know why somebody is coming into a divine service 
at the time and sometimes we will never know yeah. what kind of healing is created with that person but that, that's just i thought communion should be building something stable and strong and um yeah it's not so easy if we have like-minded people and we have the nose in the same direction to create a place for the spirit world and the spirit here because again we are all already spirit only in the physical body nothing else there's no difference between your loved ones and you the only thing is a body <laughs> that's the yeah. difference and that the communication when something on a different level and a different vibration but if we can bond you know i see that picture in my mind with the earth and uh, surrounding us taking our hands and taking the earth so then the life could be so different for spiritualism for the earth for everything mm. Definitely, definitely. I often wonder about, you know, if we accept we have this plane of existence, we have the spirit world as a plane of existence, then therefore, logically, there will be others. Of course. Um, and I wonder at times, is this physicality of the earth plane, is this something that we need to work with and learn? Because as I say, these things are always a two-way exchange of energy we are presented with issues we need money to keep the roof over our head or whatever uh, and in a physical world there is only one way to achieve well one legal way to achieve that so i wonder the, the if correct you, way the correct way of course it's a spiritual night so of course it's going to be the correct way <laughs> anyway moving on rapidly um <laughs> but I, I do wonder that if you know part of the purpose of this world because you know we do get very personally attached we want to see what we've just talked about this world unity and harmony mm -hmm. and everything but is one of the main purposes of this realm of existence is to put us up against physical blocks and physical hurdles how we get over it is our spiritual journey interesting you're going to find out one day there probably won't yeah. be anything like that. And I'll go, oh, my God, I was so wrong. <laughs> I I think by sitting for 20 years, because I do sit for the spirit world daily, there is a continuous growth also in the spirit world. So saying that out loud, what you said about the purpose and is that the reason or is it different in the spirit world it changed because mm. life is changing we are changing evolution is going on so evolution will go on also in the spirit world within all the levels there are so maybe we only know if we are coming there and then we drink and we say to each other oh it wasn't what we expected it to be, but maybe it's much more intelligencer than yeah. we are thinking about it now. That everything, what happened in the world, if we're looking back into history, um, I, I sat in a period of time when Corona was heading into the world, 
um, there, it was bad for a lot of people. But if we go back, uh, it just remind me of the story of my grandmother because she had the Spanish flu yeah. uh, in her time and she was very, very ill. And that time was very similar um, on in the Netherlands on Earth as it was within this time. And if you're going back into history and you just, if it is interesting you, you go back, you see every around 100 years this evolution and this cycle so this is and this is what isn't of the that ones, interesting it is and it is and our work as evidential mediums should always be that we we dig away at something you know if yeah. we are presented with a clock why are you show me a clock what's the significance yeah. of the clock what's the story yeah. behind the clock so we're, it's about peeling the onion. Yes. You know, we're, we're pairing away, pairing away, pairing away. If you extend that thought out to the challenges of the world, we will see it's the same energies but different players. Okay. I was uh, on the gay scene when the AIDS epidemic broke out. And although confined to the gay community so much, there was the fear from the heterosexual community, the fear of the unknown. But I see the very similar energies of that time reproduced in the COVID time. Mm -hmm. I saw the isolationism. I saw the separatism. I saw the, um, you know, the people pushing back against your you know if you're vaccinated you can come in if you're unvaccinated you can't because we fear you and it was exactly the same energies as i saw in the 70s and 80s on the scene in the uk i saw so many people kicked out of families uh, and this still goes on in other religions um, around the world so we, we do, if we pair back and look at what we're going through and dig away, dig away, dig away, we actually find that those energies are nothing new. No, exactly. It's nothing they are new. Nothing new and that's, that's why I think it's so important that if you're mentioning peel the onion, we try to talk now about peel the onion of life, but it starts with us. Yeah. So if you are interested in... I don't believe in development. I believe in involvement because it's already there. Yeah. So it starts with peel your own onion because, to be honest, Lawrence, I never had the intention to be a medium. Yeah. I never had the intention to be a teacher. I never had the intention to stand on a platform because my nerves were so big that I was afraid I only was da, 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 making nonsense out of my mind. Um, but it's it's all on peeling the onion to get your true self out of you. And yes, I choose to allow this way to happen. And I believe you're never ready. Uh, we don't know anything yet no. there is so much more but if you start to trust you 
and who you are and don't listen too much to other people what they think about you because that will people do start to go and sit and peel your own onion and see the beauty of you because then the flower will blossom indeed <laughs> indeed no that's, that's a wonderful way of putting it and it is and i ever say to people you know when you embark on this voyage of self-discovery yeah uh sometimes you you are and especially with our healers we've got a very active healing team here and i'm so grateful for them each and every one Good. but i always say to them when you start on this you will drag up a lot of stuff out of your own life you need to uh, and just remember you're not on your own nope. with that you can discuss that because we always have a discussion is anybody having any issues any problems at the moment because it will, as you're healing, so will things come out of your yeah. own past, your own energies that, you know, you can deal with it or not. We always have that option. But if you don't deal I, I, with it, you, have, you, have, you have always the option um, if you want to deal with it. But I hope that everyone who is listening to this now or wherever, whenever, that you feel that the love of the spirit world and God is giving you an opportunity to be healed yourself. Mm. Because if you are healed yourself and you allowing the trash, so to say, come forward and work with it, accept it, cry about it, talk about it, it means that by time, the flow of healing from the God force can be stronger yeah. and that the control the healing masters have can be more stronger. So it is needed. I also believe that's needed within evidential mediumship, not mm -hmm. only within healing, uh, but we always, even if we have that feeling and the desire to involve and want to be medium want to stand on the platform because there are still a lot of people who have that desire i want to be a medium yeah. um and that you work on self that you'd yeah. never forget to work on self it, I, I do have a wry grin when people say i want to be a medium and you go, oh really so you want to give up 40 sundays of the year you mm -hmm. want to be trudging around the countryside you want to Go to places and think, why am I here? Because I'm really not enjoying this. Um, and you run, I've not yet met a multi-millionaire medium. So, <laughs> <forget> that. <laughs> uh, but it is so much more because the evidential medium focusing on them, um, the work, the time, the cost of absolutely uh, journey is. But it's about that self-unfoldment again. It is about that self-unfoldment. You know, when we stand up there on our platforms or online or whatever, we're not there to go look at me. We're there because of the love of communion, exactly. the joy of spirit and wanting to share that and wanting to bring that over, not only strongly as in supported by the evidence, but also lovingly because we are part and parcel of that energy. That energy is us and we are that energy at that time. So we can exactly. convey that love. Yeah. We can convey that healing. 
we have a question. Oh, really? <laughs> really? <coughs> Sue Townsend. Originally, spiritualism appears to have had a strong following from white communities, pre and post-war, for instance. Whereas there is a much greater multicultural society, do you feel there may be something in this when reaching out to people? Does an old perception persist? So I think what Sue's saying is, are we being seen as a, a white only religion? Uh, I, to put I, it in a very hard no. basic term. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe that. There is a change. Um, as you know, I am a member of the Spiritualist National Union, and within the SNU, we have now an official tutor, Anne Marie Bond. Yeah, and um, Anne Marie Bond, I really think she represents the multicultural aspect of spiritualism. And I do know somebody in the Netherlands, uh, Jeffrey, um, who is doing a lot of things online with uh, people from South Africa, um, from Suriname. I don't know if I say that right. Suriname? Suriname? It's a country okay. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to dig this out, how I'm going to pronounce this. Um, <laughs> But I don't believe we are a white um, religion. Um, I, I also, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm very white, um, but my husband is a quarter from Indonesia. Mm -hmm. um, so within my relationship, uh, we had a lot of talks about rituals within uh, Indonesian culture. But if we are looking into every culture and every religion around the world no matter where you live and which color you have on your skin or the kind of colors of your hair or, or of your eyes spiritualism is for everyone yeah for old and young for if you are from china if you're from africa because we are all coming from the same source so we can never be a white religion only and also the derivatives of spiritualism uh, are multicultural. When we look at yeah. the Aborigines, they spoke to their ancestors. What is yeah. that? That is mediumship. Yeah. Um, I was brought up in Nigeria uh, until I was nine. And over there was practice. It was juju. Uh, but again, it was linking with the ancestors. It was talking exactly. to the ancestors. So the actual tenant of spiritualism um, is immutable across all races and across yeah. all corners of the earth. Yeah, you know, and as a spiritualist, you can walk into every church in the world. Mm. Because that's, that's really a thing that is in my mind with the thoughts of what Glenn Edwards is giving to me walk into every church invest in every religion because then you will find god in everything and that's right. it there is no it, it seems like that spiritualism is a separate thing um and, and and in some terms we need to have it like that to understand that it is also the communication and the communion of spirits but also spiritualism is 
the whole package of all religions in one with the communication and the communion. I'm, I'm a very firm advocate that spiritualism can underpin knowledges and texts of all of the other religions. Yeah. Uh, we had a wonderful um, doctor who used to come to us from India and he was seconded to the local cancer. We got a very big cancer unit in the area. And I said to him, what, what is the pull? Why do you come here? What, what are you hope, looking to find? And he said, basically, he said, we just want an understanding. We've got two wards over there. One is painted green and one is painted blue. And the people on the blue ward recover faster and quicker than the people on the green ward. He said, but there must be something in that. It's not just the colour and the vibration. Where does that vibration come from? What is the deep? And I just thought, wow, that, that is interesting. exactly what we should be doing. Exactly. Yeah, not just say, oh, well, of course, blues healing. That's why it happens. No, 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 no. <laughs> Dig in deeper. When we start talking vibration and then we are vibration and extending that out and then bringing in that whole picture of why a vibration will resonate with us or not resonate with us. That will happen. Mm. I don't wear red ties. You <laughs> don't I... wear red ties. No. <laughs> okay, because it doesn't resonate with you. Not at all. I, feel I, like... I don't wear ties <laughs> because it doesn't resonate with me. Now you need to make fun. But you know, red is not but it's not negative. Red is power. Exactly, but it but was it... a bit too much. <laughs> ah, okay, for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I only wore a red tie once on platform, and oh. after five minutes, it felt like my throat chakra was oh wow to explode. And I thought, it's the red energy. It's mm -hmm. the red energy. Yeah. The damn tie off. You could you you couldn't take it. <laughs> But yeah, spiritualism, um, and I mean, I, like yourself, I've looked into other religions, and when you actually go into these religions, you, you can strip away, you know, if we look at the press at the moment, are painting different religions to whatever character that suits their needs. Mm -hmm. um, but I found great spirituality in the world's religions. When Ramadan's on, mm -hmm. every day somebody should do a good deed for 40 days. Yeah. You know, imagine if the whole world did that. Right, 40 days, you're going to do good deed every day. You're not going to diss anybody else. You're not going to stick your nasty little negative comments or nasty faces on anything on Facebook. You're only going to do good for 40 days. Wow. Isn't that amazing? I listened uh, we have a show on television every sunday morning it's a catholic thing that comes every sunday and there is a speaker and, and they don't speak about philosophy in the way we do but if you just listen you can feel the inspiration coming i love that because it's giving me the power, not because I'm a Catholic, because I'm a spiritualist. I choose to be a spiritualist. But just if you look up and you listen to even the philosophy of Gandhi is yeah. so much inspiration within it. So take a look within everything because you will find 
your own inspiration for the day. Yeah. And maybe it's this talk and maybe you go to church tomorrow and you see Lauren speaking on platform talking <laughs> about um so I don't you said know. that last night. Yeah, you said that last night. So is that from you or from the talk? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the spirit world. So <laughs> I'm joking around, Lawrence, you know. That's fine. <laughs> but yeah, and this is um something, you know, we I always try and diffuse in people because people come in looking for the answer. Yeah, that's got to be taken apart and looked at on many levels. I can't, I can't give you my answer because my answer. I'm the culmination of sixty-two it's years of your answer. Making mistakes, doing yeah. good, being a bit dodgy, could have done better, <laughs> and that's my answer today. Yeah. When we look at the spirit world, we expect the answer because the answer. they know everything. But no, I, I think the spirit world is just littered with different schools of thought and philosophy. I've seen, I do have a penchant for trance and listening to trance and seeing trance. And I've seen trance demonstrations where I just thought, I'm feeling the energy of the trance. I'm seeing my little signals of trance energy, but I really don't go along with what's being said. Because it's the mind of many from the spirit world. And even that many minds in the spirit world can resonate with you or it can't. And it doesn't mean that the trance or the speaking that has been done is rubbish. Mm. Because that would be said often. It can also be that, it, that your soul is not ready yet for that kind of thought that is coming from the many minds in the spirit world. Um, uh, uh, yeah, it, it will happen. Mm. Be open. Just be open and take everything. And, you know, I, I, I was lucky that I uh, also had um, uh, Scott Milligan and David Thompson around uh, within my own involvement so I was very much involved within physical mediumship and I saw really everything uh, that can be saw even ectoplasm uh, came within red light so I was really lucky within this 20 years of involvement that I've been into 40 seances in my life um, but the first ones I thought they're crazy they are really crazy. What are they doing? This kind of information, I can't work that out. So take it, swallow it, and let it be within your soul, and you will see if it fits for you on your own pathway or not. And if it's not for you, then leave it. Yeah. Yeah, don't try and destroy it. Just leave it. Leave it alone. And that's it. A lot of people in the Netherlands, when they come to me, they ask me questions about what do you think about this? Or what do you think about this experience? And the only thing I can't say, I wasn't there. Yeah. So I, I, I can't give an opinion about it if I didn't see it, if I didn't was there. So I, I can't make anything about it. And maybe it is just your experience within your own mediumistic 
um, experience. So it's for you. Try to sit with it and ask the spirit world, help me, what is it? Yeah. Because if you have that experience, you can sit again and ask them, help explain, explain it to me. Yeah. Key word as well, experience. Um, yeah. And that's going to be something, again, that's going to be very prevalent in the language I'm using from Paul, that every type, a divine service, a private service, whatever, it is an experience of the phenomena of yeah. spirit. You need to be in that experience, not watching as a voyeur, <laughs> not detached. If you sit there detached, you will not get the full benefit of it. Yeah. As I said, with the trance, even the, the sittings where what was said just did not resonate with me, I knew from the experience, I feel the energy. And whenever I see trance, I do see little sparkles of light and they always go along straight lines it's quite funny uh we had one here and they were all running up and down the beams and things that's, like that that's the way i see it too brilliant so i know that phenomena is being demonstrated the actual content is something i need to take away and work with also and you don't know how much control because i'm a little bit old-fashioned because i was trained by david and scott that the control of the mind of the medium how much is mm. at the side and um how much time took the medium to sit within home circle because uh, sometimes people are going too fast on the stage and allowing the phenomena happening and uh, uh, even that the spirit world needs more time to work with. So I'm I'm a, a great believer in that we need to sit in circle. Yeah, definitely. And it is, again, we're coming back to that self-unfoldment. Yeah. Um, I see a couple of comments there from Stephen Tickle, uh, who is... I don't know who Stephen is. Hi, Stephen. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful psychic art, and I do mean wonderful. Wow, that's interesting. Um, Will he be there in June? We don't know. We haven't invited him. I've not really spoken to him. So, uh, yes, perhaps a conversation is needed. Yeah, um, I like I like psychic art. I really do. It, I, I'm so do I. I've seen. I'm so lucky. I inherited quite a number of works from Coral Polge. Oh wow! And the detail and everything that went into it was just like, oh, that's just absolutely amazing. That is just astounding. And there is actually a wonderful YouTube video of Gordon Higginson demonstrating the coral pole. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. And, you know, that shows that dedication, commitment. But we also need that ability as well. Absolutely. We need, you know, I am not an artist. I'm all right with a roller. <laughs> <laughs> that can be very inspired by the spirit world. <laughs> You have I've a paint. You have a house painter with you. Yeah, <laughs> but again, you know, it just shows how our connection with the spirit world can we can get that enhancement of our natural abilities, not trying to be something that we are not. And also allow it to be that the spirit world decides how they want to work with us. Yeah, because yes, I I think 
if we are on the road and on the journey to experience the unfoldment of the possibilities, Mm -hmm. that you need to experience everything. But if it is something that pinched point out at the time, we need to allow the spirit world okay, this is the path. As I said, I've never planned to be a teacher. I never planned to be a Blackfoot medium. I always said no, 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 no to everything. And look at me now. I just said to the spirit world, okay. Okay. But again, it's my choice, of course, because I have a free will. Um, But we don't know what the spirit world has as a plan with us. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and that plan as well is reflection of our own soul's journey. Yeah. You know, because we've we've come here, we've incarnate. I'm I'm just trying to imagine up somewhere up in the spirit world, I was sat there in a bar having a good laugh with the guys and said, Oh worth 2020, that sounds a blast. Let's get down, I'll have me some of that. <laughs> we we are we are always in that place where we can unfold our soul's journey. And this is sometimes where the message of spiritualism gets a little bit lost and a little bit confused that we need to demonstrate all the time and have the evidence and have that instant verification from the sitter, no matter how they... We are on a journey, and I've been having this conversation with several mediums over about the last 18 months now about looking at where you work, how you work, who you work with, uh, and things like that. And does it resonate with you? And if it doesn't, leave it. Yeah, yeah, seriously, just say no. And it's it's going back a little bit on what you have said before, just before you started about um, those. Oh, no, 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 you're not rambling. I do understand exactly what you're saying. And now, just, we always talk about the demonstration of survival Mm. and have that evidence. Yes, of course, the evidence is important, but it needs to be warm. It needs to be in love with God. You need to feel it. But we're talking about the soul plan and the soul journey. Isn't it something to think of? Before life started, the soul has already a plan. Yeah. So why we don't talk also about the soul before life, not only the survival of the soul, but the soul was already there. It The lives already start before it ignite within the physical body, have that journey, go back home and then have the communication in the communion. So it's it's such a, I really like that thought to think about that and talk about that things and just allowing my soul to go into depth in all that kind of thoughts. And I really hope that other people will do that too in their own way. Exactly. And being a medium of whatever context is exactly. not the sole purpose of the soul. Exactly. It is a part, it is a facet. Because yeah. within our mediumship, we learn compassion, we learn empathy, we learn healing, we learn understanding, and we learn about ourselves. 
So that mediumship is not the core journey of it. It's a trigger to awaken our soul to, you know, that eternal question. Why are we here? Why are we here? Yeah. Why are we here? But it starts with the demonstration or it starts to step into a church in the divine service. And uh, hopefully those who've never been into your church will have that experience and go away and think about it and open themselves up for the opportunities mm. and the experiences what the spirit world can bring us yeah brilliant i would like to say amen amen <laughs> amen. amen sister <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> Uh, Daniela, what a wonderful, wonderful night. Uh, thank you so much for giving up your time freely. You're welcome. We are very honoured. You will be with us here in person. Yeah, uh, looking forward to the first weekend of June. Yes. Where you giving a workshop on healing with the lovely Jack as well. How brilliant is that? Yes, that's amazing. And and I have the great honour of coming over and working for you the first weekend of April. Yeah, it's amazing that sometimes you will meet people with the same colour, the same vibration and the same thoughts. And uh, we are very thankful. I'm not saying this only on my behalf, but also of the whole foundation, what we do in the Netherlands, that we are really, really pleased that um, this is not only a contact, but it's building in a friendship and that I hope everybody will find in their life that you can find people that resonate with you. Definitely, 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 definitely. So, yeah, look forward to it. 2024, what a year. What a year it is. Thank bring you so on. much. Bring it on. Yeah, <laughs> allow it to be, happen. Yeah, bring it on. We're ready. <laughs> Daniela, thank you so much. You're uh, welcome. Beautiful evening, beautiful presentation. Uh, and again, it's so wonderful when our guests, that passion comes through because it does, it comes across so well. Uh, there's no scripts. There's no even, even in my bad English. <laughs> <laughs> Your English is a lot better than my Dutch and you will find that out in April. Oh, God. <laughs> We will learn you some words. <laughs> or I will find out when I'm at a railway station and end up in Berlin or somewhere. <laughs> we need to pick you up in Berlin. Hmm. <laughs> now, I think I will ask Iwin to pick you up from the from the airport. That would be more easier to sit in a car. <laughs> anyway, my darling, you have a wonderful, wonderful night. Thank you so much. Thank you again. Uh, do appreciate it. It's just been absolute delight. I can't wait to get the soundtrack out of this out for a podcast as well, uh, because there's just so much in there. I will sit and listen to this again and just think, oh, yeah, I get that. Oh, oh Lawrence, why don't you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> so on behalf of everybody, on behalf of myself, thank you all for joining us tonight. On behalf of Daniela, thank you too for joining us tonight. Have a wonderful, blessed night wherever you are. Um, and we look forward to seeing you again in... Oh, we have a Zoom service tomorrow night coming to you from the Paul Church. 
Um, that's at six o'clock. Details are out in the poster. And of course, you can watch our service in the morning. You can watch that live. It's streamed on to Facebook and to YouTube. Please note, we do not interact with the online uh, viewers as in sharing messages is just a way of being able to sit within a divine service energy it's also very useful for anybody who may not have been inside a spiritualist church because getting over that doorstep is always the biggest hurdle you know what am i going to find inside are they all mad i don't know i'm not going in there <laughs> so it's, it's a wonderful way of just going oh it's, it's, it's not that weird <laughs> So anyway, everybody, have a wonderful, blessed night. On behalf of me, thank you so much. Daniela, my darling. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's, That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>